This is I Am Change podcast. The IIC podcast hopes to inspire you to live more consciously and be the change the society needs. I'm your host, Koride Aziz. Too many of us were caught unawares when the first coronavirus lockdown was announced. Businesses, small, medium and large, struggled. A few didn't have problems, but everyone had to adjust one way or another. I spoke to three small business owners, a chef, a wedding planner and a celebrity carpenter. Yep, you heard me right. About how their businesses have been affected and what they've had to do to stay afloat and even thrive. If you're a business owner yourself, this is one episode you're bound to benefit from. Chizoba Onyekwere is an event planner at V's Events. The event industry was no doubt one of the hardest hit, but somehow, in the middle of all the chaos, Chizoba's company managed to innovate and work out a way to still make wedding receptions work. They pulled off a virtual wedding. I had an interesting conversation with her about how the pandemic has affected her business. And of course, we also talk about the virtual wedding. You know, the event industry is the one it hit first and hit the most because um, we deal with crowds naturally. So immediately it started, it was like everything was put on hold and paused. So when initially at the beginning, the first thing we thought of was, um, give or take by May, we'll get back to doing our thing. We had to quash that really because it wasn't looking like it was getting better. So how did you adjust when this thing started? Okay, so the first thing we did was close down our office, the fiscal office, because we felt um, most of our staff use um, public transport to come to work. If there is um, any struggle with working from home, we basically start giving them deadlines. So if you have any issues with lights and network, you just let us know that probably your deadline can be met. It's hard to now um, have um, online virtual meetings with our clients to also move their events. Um, the events we had for April and May, all of them have been postponed really to the later part of the year probably hopefully by september things will be back on track then also we had to actually do the the virtual um, online wedding thing because we felt a lot of people were getting married on zoom without the reception and if they keep doing that it means our relevance as um, events vendors would lose its mm. its quality in the society and it was an amazing thing to do really because we showed people a world of possibilities. Yes, we are Nigerians. We love a one bed. The physical party can't be taken away from us. It's like a heritage for us. But we decided to show people who may be considering the second option that it's still possible to have fun. Yeah. So uh, if I when I saw that on your page, you, I, it was really exciting because I thought after Nigerians didn't even buy this idea in the first place. Did you get like lots of inquiries? How were people uh, were people receptive to the idea of an yeah, online wedding? Well, a lot of um, industry colleagues were not receptive to the idea because um, event vendors we make our money from the large crowd. For a decorator to decorate at least um, um, a guest size of five hundred, it will be running into millions for something that is tangible. It will be like about one point something mm-hmm. um, in millions. So imagine you telling the person that you're just going to decorate someone's sitting room. Obviously, he or she can't charge that one point something millionaire. Yeah. So they'll be dealing in hundreds of thousands. In fact, may, they may not even get to hundreds of thousands. They may just deal in 50,000, 70,000 and thereabouts. 
So a lot of them didn't want to receive the idea and broadcast it to their clients because they know they wouldn't make money from it. So I'm wondering, if this pandemic goes on for another one year, we hope it goes very soon, obviously. But if it continues for much longer than we imagine, what do you think the option is? Because now that you're saying that a lot of people in the industry are not receptive to the idea, I'm wondering what the other options might be. That's the thing. A lot of them are not receptive to it, but we've gotten inquiries since we, after we did this, I've had at least 10 people come to my DM to ask for um, inquiries or quotes for um, the virtual wedding. And even while I tell them that you may have to like just hold on, let's see if this would stop. If it goes on for two years, I have to, I've given my clients two options, really, all of them. Mm. I've told them, pick a later date in the year. If um, the government begins to approve at least 20 to 50 persons in the gathering, fine, we'll do small intimate events. Intimate events would be would trend for a long while after um, the pandemic because it would take a while before you would convince people to gather in a place that has crowd. If that um, doesn't even work because the government does not give a go ahead for events, then of course, virtual events. But from your own perspective, would you, would you say there has been any positives to the way this pandemic has affected business? Honestly, any positivity I would see or think that this pandemic has given any business would be the time to actually sit down and look at your processes properly. For me, really, I've had the time to sit down, go back to the drawing board, put my structures better, find better ways to give um, quality service to my clients. So I think that's one positive, really. I don't even, I, I think the only negative thing I've seen so far is just the post that mm. events can hold fiscally but i've never rested for the past two years I've, been <laughs> I've not had a weekend to myself oh, i can imagine mm. so imagine giving me six to seven saturdays to mm-hmm, myself mm-hmm. it's a gift really i've enjoyed <laughs> this pandemic i wouldn't even lie i've just been mm. lounging and taking care of myself i have two kids and they always with yeah. my mom but i'm seeing them now every day mm. that's a blessing really yeah i can imagine so these changes that have happened so far, do you think they are here to stay? Do you think this whole pandemic thing can change the event planning business for good? Honest truth. Personally, mm. I feel the event planning world will never go back to the way it was before the pandemic. Mm. Because I don't know how much longer. In fact, people would get used to the idea of social distancing after a while. If this continues till December, you would find out that social distancing will become a way of life. Hmm. Naturally, everybody would want to start keeping to themselves just to avoid any transmission or anything. And before you know what's going on, even after it has gone, it has become a habit. So even weddings would definitely lose the large crowd they usually have. So last thing, what um, advice would you give or suggestion would you give for others in your line of business? Um, For those in my line of business, the first thing I'm going to say is, first of all, be open-minded. We we were the first to close and we're definitely going to be the last to open up. Have an open mind. If you see the event world going in a certain direction, be quick to jump on the bandwagon and figure out how you can make your own service in that um, aspect special that people would want to actually come for your services. And be very thoughtful about your clients, please. Because right now, things are are a little tough for a lot of people. So this is not the time to be increasing your prices. Instead, it's the time to give a discount so that people can actually just have their events and be happy. Just be open-minded. 
flow, go with the flow. Basically, be thoughtful. Be open-minded and be thoughtful. What is the one thing no one can live without? Food. Chef Sani is a chef based in Lagos, and while people must eat, his business didn't remain untouched in these trying times. Listen to our conversation about the ups and downs his business has been through during these trying times. My name is Sani Sharif. I'm a chef, food truck owner, community developer, and uh, a very passionate Nigerian. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you a passionate Nigerian? Because I've had so many reasons to relocate to move out of Nigeria, <laughs> but I still believe strongly in this nation and I believe so much in our potential and why we need to unless this potential to grow our economy, grow our country. All right, yeah. all right, that's great. So I'm more interested in your food business. What model do you run? We operate from a food truck and a private kitchen. Okay. A food truck is like a mobile food service. So we have a spot somewhere in Lekki Phase 1 in Lagos. Mm -hmm. Then our private kitchen um, operates for events, for like our events, catering and all that. Okay, okay. So, yeah. So, um, considering all these different aspects of your business, when the pandemic hit, which one was affected first? Um, I think events. I mean, so far, because of the pandemic, a lot of events are really not going to hold for now. You know, so a couple of clients and event planners that already contracted us or were already in talks in terms of um, our catering services. Right now, we can't do anything until this whole thing is over. So what we're doing right now is trying to adapt to the situation, which is like maximizing our delivery service to keep up the relationship with our customers. Okay. Is it safe to assume that um, your delivery business has grown since this thing started? Um, so we've 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 always had the delivery service running, mm -hmm. you know. So we're now focused on reaching out to our customers to order. Create right now we're working we're building a database too for our customers. We have easy access to reach them because now every or most of the others come through a phone call or maybe an Instagram DM, which mm -hmm. at the end of the day they still have to call or drop a contact line that would um, deliver to. So word and trying to um, take advantage of whatever it is at the moment instead of just wailing and you know crying mm. over bad business no so every business has to be digitally enabled you know yeah yeah so it seems like that is a positive for you because i mean now you have improved your processes you know you said you are building a database and stuff so would you say that is a plus a positive of this whole thing is it positive because right now because we are focused, we are channeling our energy into strictly cooking and delivery. So it's like a, a, a simpler process. We're not doing so much. We're just concentrating on one particular service, which is customers calling to order food and we delivering to them. For me, I, I don't see any disadvantage in any situation. You know? So, yeah. Okay. So I'm curious, on the revenue side, did revenue drop drastically? Did it drop slightly? Did it increase? Or was it, is it just about the same? So in no honesty, mm. as a business, we generate more revenue from events catering. Mm. If the situation was still normal, we'll probably still make money from our events and also delivery service, food truck. You know, but right mm. now, everything is coming from our delivery service because for now, events can't hold. 
well we don't know how long this pandemic will last but assuming that it lasts you know for the rest of the year and there are still restrictions on events and all that do you think you could continue to thrive will you be a-okay yeah absolutely because i mean it's food people must eat uh, menu a little bit or maybe make our meals more affordable mm. in terms that we can make more incentives you know to give our customers the best is what we're into because we sell good food quality food so i am i am pretty sure we'll still be in business right now all we need to do is just grow our market base more marketing more customers mm. better sales so what is the biggest lesson you say you have learned from this whole thing and how it has affected your business yeah the biggest lesson honestly is be ready for the worst mm. always be ready because i mean tomorrow is not guaranteed you're in that situation how do you get out do you start to wail on or worry or get infuriated over bad business or looking at your your business now in the future or you quickly adapt i mean your relevance is as important as keeping your customers and building a relationship with them even in this trying time so for me these are some of the principles i even hold even before covid mm. and all these things so i mean covid has got nothing on me honestly on my business <laughs> That's, so, good. that's good to know so when this whole COVID-19 thing is over do you think your business would have changed for good so so no because nobody knows how long yeah so I can't I can't really say for sure but what I can guarantee is keeping a solid relationship with my customers, with our customers, and um, rendering good service. Mm. And um, with all this, we will still be in business. Maybe, I mean, a few changes here and there. Mm. But I believe the situation will change, hopefully. Yes, so hopefully. So, final question. For other people who are in your line of business, what suggestions would you do you have for them? What advice do you have for them? Every caterer, every cook out there, now she realized that people are at home right now working from home some are not working but people are getting exhausted you know i mean pretty much why don't you reach out to these people to sell you can keep them company with food mm. like sell good food to people build the relationship ensure people can easily request for your service and you return give them good customer service right now a lot of food businesses are thriving because people are literally not doing anything so it's like people are just eating and sleeping eating and sleeping looking <laughs> at very nice dishes on different company pages and yeah. placing orders so why don't you just jump into that market people want to have bowls of soups you know they want to buy food in bulk yeah you know, for their freezers they, and stuff they have right now more responsibility they have kids at home 24 7 mm. so the wife we want to reduce the stress on herself you know so that our, our family will still be able to eat but so there's opportunities for a lot of food vendors right now but now is even the time now or never yeah yeah now or never i like that i like that a lot It's now or never. Grab opportunities wherever you see them. And now, onto our celebrity carpenter. Bimbola Tooks calls himself a celebrity carpenter because of the important role social media plays in his business. His story is somewhat different from the other two because his services actually increased in demand during the lockdown. Listen to find out why. 
since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, how has business been? Um, there's been some little advantages, just a little. That is because you could mm. rest. Okay. Yeah. But every other thing has been disadvantages. Mm. Could you yeah. tell me more about those disadvantages? Number one, higher percentage of the things we use to create whatever furniture we're creating, they are imported from China. Importations has increased on either hood or it's now slow. We buy materials almost wow. double the price we used to wow. buy. Or probably we might not even see some materials because mm. maybe it's finished in the market already and normally before, even before it finishes, there will have been more supplies. other supplies and you know, we can get a whole lot. But now, you just have to do with the ones that are available. For example, a customer of mine actually wants a particular shade of brown. Mm. I've so searched for it. I couldn't get it. So she just had to set after a whole lot of talk arguments. She just had to set for one that she doesn't really want from beginning, you understand? Mm-hmm. And again, presently, even with the fact that they, um, they've used the lockdown a little, the market is just three days open in a week. It's one day on, one day off. And the day ends by 8 o'clock. Because mm-hmm. coffee is 8 o'clock. So, let's say by 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock, everybody is already running home. Now it's like you're working half day. That's like half day yeah. combined with three days of the week that's just like in a whole week you just you understand what i'm trying to say yes yes you have less time to work you have less time to work so like a couple of days back one of my machines got spot but unfortunately it got spot around five or four o'clock i could not meet up that day the next day was an half day okay. for the market mm. so it was like i wasted two days and that particular machine is the kind of machine that you can only do little Without it, I wasted two days. And the workers that were supposed to work on that particular stuff, they were hired for two days. Again, you know, the jobs that we had at hand before the COVID-19 lockdown, yeah. we could not deliver them, we could not finish them. Mm. So almost every customer now wants you to deliver their job immediately after COVID-19, after the lockdown. Please, um, help me deliver my job after the lockdown. There's no way you can actually just, we just have to take them one after the other. Take them. Yeah. So the pandemic hasn't affected like um, the demand for your services, right? Um. Okay, there's one advantage I would say about this COVID-19. Mm. I've gotten a whole lot of demands, a whole lot, simply because, wow. you know, before a whole lot of people will just wake up in the morning, five o'clock, they go to their work workplaces and they come back at night. So they don't have time to chill at home to see what they to, to notice what they really need in the house. Mm. But for the fact that they stayed at home for six weeks straight down, they could actually notice when they this this chair is bad. We need mm-hmm. the TV stand here. Mm. We need the center table here. They notice a whole lot of things at home. That's very understandable. But do you think social media could have played a role with that as well? Because I mean I found you on social media. Obviously. I get um let me say sixty percent of my works I get them from social media. Wow. Okay. And maybe the holders are referred from people I met met on social media. Let's say another thirty percent. So that's like ninety. Yeah, so, that's brilliant. But then the thing is now is we don't even know when this pandemic is going to end. But do you have um any plan to make your work easier? Let's say assuming we continue living like this till the end of the year. The thing is nobody actually prepared for this. Nobody saw this coming. Mm. So you're just going to live day by day according to how it's happening. Thank God mm. we are working now. And I just we just have to double our manpower. But we never can tell. If the government logs down, the, logs down everywhere again, we would have no option as to sit in our houses. Mm. So for now, let's just pray. <laughs> 
towards what's going to happen mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. Okay. So what would you say is the biggest lesson you have learned from all of this? Well, the biggest lesson I learned, number one, personally, whatever you're doing, put some money somewhere, save some money somewhere, no matter how little, just keep saving it. Because mm-hmm. you know how the lockdown just came unprepared for people? But a lot of people didn't have money. Not because they are lazy, but because they work day to day and, you know, the second lesson, like, it actually taught me how to relate with people because even with the fact that government locked down everywhere, some customers were still extremely, you know, like a customer that was keeping safe in her own house, social distancing from people, mm. but because of the fact that she paid you to work for her, she does not want to hear any story, she expects right. you to be out there <laughs> working. You still have to manage it, talk to them because there's this thing customers are always right so um, yeah you know some a whole lot of people tested my patience and and i have to just stay with it like okay you know you have to beg them calm down you understand (laughs) yes yes i understand uh for others for those in your line of business do you have any advice or suggestions for them to deal with this period um what i'll say is I always say that I'm not the best. Mm. I can't possibly be the best. Some have been doing this thing before me. I'm still very young and I just came into it. And I feel, number one, social media, yeah, okay, everybody, even the the so-called illiterate artisans, one way or the other, their kids are actually helping them to put them on social media, you understand? But the thing I've actually noticed about being an artisan, and probably in this job, is customer relation. Mm. Every customer wants someone that I can actually relate on the same level of intelligence with them, you understand? Mm. Even with the fact that I'm a carpenter, the customer wants to talk to you about something and wants you to be able to understand it quickly and maybe you're still going to bring some things into the conversation, like, okay, this is how it's supposed to be. Not like just someone that, okay, yeah, this is what I want. Yeah, okay, okay, sir. You understand what I'm trying to say? Yes, yes, I understand. So that is where education comes in. Mm. Whatever you're doing, before you're educated, there's a way you can actually stand out. Yes, that makes sense. That makes sense. All right, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Ma. Are you a business owner? Has the pandemic affected your business? We will be delighted to hear about it. If you're listening to this podcast on SoundCloud or YouTube, please leave us a comment. We would love for you to like and share this podcast with your friends and family. IAC Podcast is on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On Twitter, we are at IAC underscore podcast. On Facebook and Instagram, we are at I am change podcast. Our quote this week is by Mandy Hale. Change is inevitable. Growth is optional. Until the next episode, continue to be the change you want to see.